With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to 21 for 21. 21 lessons about sport and media in the 21st century. Today we're going to be talking about Twitch streaming, uh, how Gerard Piquet is involved, how Messi was involved and... A bit of a, a revolution that's happening in the Spanish-speaking world in terms of sport and how you can watch it. Cool. Thanks, Jamie. So we've kind of put, a, put ourselves a bit of a challenge. We're 21 seconds into our podcasting career and we've already committed to 21 episodes. So uh, it's a nice, a nice challenge we've given ourselves there. So, yeah, I guess let's start with, with the introductions of, of ourselves. So we're sort of uh, LinkedIn buddies, I would, I would say. We kind of um we vaguely know each other personally but we've connected recently because we're both brits working in, in europe in in sports industry and sports media um so specifically for me i'm working for a company called irish sport uh based in in germany so i live in dusseldorf but it's a the offices are in cologne and Karlsruhe, so it's i'm working fully remotely so i'm in in my office of my of my kitchen table as we as we record today Yes, yeah, so I focus on uh, digital data, so social media analytics and TV and OTT uh, streaming figures and analysis for sports properties all over, hopefully all over the world, so depending on how good I do my job is depending on how much over the world it is. And I'm a sports journalist based in Barcelona, as you said, both Brits, but both living abroad. Uh, so I think we, we that's our kind of... Our, our, Creditation. I think we're really, <laughs> hopefully we're, we're qualified enough to talk about these things. Um, today we're going to talk about uh, a streaming service, a very popular streaming service. Let's let's be honest. Uh, it's ten years old, and it's got uh, three million broadcasters monthly, fifteen million daily active users, and one point four million average concurrent users. It is, of course, Twitch, uh, the biggest streaming platform. Uh, in arguably in the world yeah um, so uh, so twitch as, as we were saying so you might be listening to this and see twitch as being only an esports platform uh so it might might be somewhere that you've you've watched 
your League of Legends or your FIFA Ultimate Team or Fortnite. But what we want to look at from from our point of view is how it's recently diversified into more traditional linear sports with the um, taking someone from the gaming gaming sphere and blending into into real world into the real world. Sure. So we're going to talk a little bit about Ibai Janos, who is Ibai, better known as. He is a uh, 26-year-old Spanish streamer. Uh, he started in 2014. Um, like you said, video games, um, and he was big into esports. Um, at the age of 19, he started uh, kind of his professional esports career, if you like, with League of, League of Legends. So it wasn't... Uh, FIFA then, I know we're going to be talking football, so it, it was completely separate from, it wasn't even a, a football streamer, it was literally just, 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 just gaming then. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and then he went on to commentating on, on League, of Le- League of Legends matches. I'll get my words out. Yeah. <laughs> um, over time, he's, he's grown his channel. He's also used YouTube to create content. Um, he does some kind of, obviously just the lives and stuff on Twitch. He also does more kind of, I would say, staged content, um, which often goes to YouTube, sort of reactions to uh, sporting news or gaming news or, or things that are going on. And yes, he's pretty consistently grown uh, to a roughly six million audience, obviously Spanish speaking. So is it sort of, six million. Is, he, is that the biggest or is that one of the biggest? Uh, I could find out. Okay. <laughs> he's got six million followers. Um, uh-huh. I think, obviously, he's probably limited uh, by the number of followers he can get due to you know the Spanish-speaking element. Uh-huh. Uh, if we look at uh, Ninja, for example, Richard Blevins, he's got sixteen point nine million followers. Uh, he's a Fortnite League of Legends player as well, yeah. um, but English-speaking, and I think that probably opens up to a wider audience in general. Um, but yeah, uh, pretty you know, six million followers is nothing to be sniffed at. Yeah. Actually, I've just I've just pulled up a, a list of the top streamers in the world, and he's ninth with seven point six million followers according to this this list. And uh, behind, actually, the Grefk, who I don't know if you know, is another Spanish streamer. Okay. Um, for his sort of Fortnite and Minecraft are his his kind of like specialities. But he's recently done um, some stuff with MotoGP rider Mark Marquez, and he's. Another one that's kind of diversifying into the the real world, if you like, okay. mm-hmm. and and using other celebrities and influencers to to bring more followers to his channel. Okay, so uh, Ebay, it's he's not necessarily the very biggest, but he's certainly he's um, he's well known and he's got the got got the, got the presence of yeah the the over seven million million followers to yeah to gain that interest in in what he's doing away from away from from twitch or no, not away from twitch still on twitch away from e- esports um which yeah. is how um d- did we find out how what his yeah. link is to pk and, and cosmos or yeah is... so he started carrying out sort of um these kind of like virtual events if you like so he did the la liga santander challenge with with la liga um and he's done charity collaborations with them as well during the the pandemic oh yeah and i think okay his his channel was was getting pretty big but i think like a lot of streamers over the past kind of 18 months two years with not only the kind of boom of twitch streamers but also the pandemic that that has given you know more of an audience to a lot of these streamers he's really um profited from that for want of a better word 
and, and he's really grown his following. So then we've mentioned PK already. Um, obviously, this kind of connection with La Liga led him to to connect with uh, Spanish-speaking players. And he launched uh, in February this year a new series on his channel. So he's got, obviously, his channel, but then okay. he's got kind of features within that channel. Yeah. Um, almost like, you know, TV programs, if you like, mm-hmm. within the, the, the Twitch channel, which I think more and more Twitch streamers are doing to, to kind of make clear distinctions between the content. Um so that's a, a a feature. So if we go into Twitch, you buy his channel. It's click here for League of Legends. Click here for Monday Madness. I know it wouldn't be called Monday Madness, but that type of that kind of thing. That yeah. kind of strategy. Yeah. So he started this series uh, called Chatting Quietly, mm-hmm. where he very similar to this connects with uh, somebody noteworthy okay. mm-hmm. and and has a uh, an in depth at length conversation with them. Very similar to what a lot of uh, people that have gone famous podcasting have done. Mark Maron, Joe Rogan. You know, they've all gone down that route where they have a sit-down, in-depth conversation yeah, yeah. with mm-hmm. somebody famous. And it's nice because quite often yeah. famous people mm-hmm. don't get that kind of airtime and opportunity to speak. Speak, speak openly. openly and completely fluently, yeah. yeah. So um, are these predominantly footballers who he's interviewing with or is it people from all sorts of entertainment strands? So it's it's mostly footballers. Episode one was, of course, with Gerard Piquet. We've mm-hmm. mentioned him several times. Uh, we'll get in more into that connection <laughs> shortly. Yeah, so for the PK um, super fans, we are getting to him, don't worry. <laughs> but he has also interviewed Ronaldinho, who is okay. uh, an absolute legend in the football world, of course. Um, was that live from his prison in Paraguay? Or what's Ronaldinho up to, up to these days? <laughs> I, I commentated a match with Ronaldinho recently, the Barca versus Real Madrid Legends match. Okay, okay. And so uh, Ronaldinho played. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, he's gone himself for free of that. did Luis yeah. Figo and Rivaldo, and it was a, it was a cool match. Uh, oh, nice. Seeing oh, all nice. These, these big, you know, big names running around playing football. Eva <laughs> um, also interviewed uh, Sergio Huero, of course, one of the big yep. signings from Barca this year, and, and Sergio Ramos, mm-hmm. who has left for, for PSG, for French football, and we'll get more into that shortly. Um, but he's also interviewed uh, various music artists from the Spanish-speaking world as well. So, okay. uh, yeah, it's fair to say Ebay is fairly well connected now. He's made a name for himself um, in the kind of Spanish press. And uh, he's got some some pretty noteworthy friends, I think it's, yeah. it's safe to say. So just to, um, for those not, not living in, in Spain, so these interviews with so the very biggest name so where would they normally be interviewed so i guess in um in the uk on bbc there's maybe football focus or it might be an in-depth monday night football on sky so who what specific programs is ebay taking these interviews from or are these additional content would you say yeah so probably one of the biggest kind of football chat shows is uh uh Gito, which is is yeah similar to to that kind of um, football you know in, in a set in a studio yeah uh, they sit down they talk about the the big news footballing news from the week they'll get into you know interviews with players and that kind of thing i think that's probably so was that um, the one that went went viral when eden hazard was caught laughing on the pitch and there's a super dramatic it may the, have been like an, the, the the host i can't remember the name is like an old guy who's yeah friends with florentino perez yeah 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 yeah, uh, he, he's gone viral several times because he's one of these people that, these TV hosts that, that have no 
uh, no fear of saying what the controversial yeah. things and he mm -hmm. he's he goes full in on that to, to gain them not just the tv following but also to get that web following as well okay but i would say that's kind of the biggest competitor if you like for for ebay mm -hmm. um, but then there's also just the traditional spanish media you know after the match hey how was the match or oh, yeah. you know, the, the uh, marca is probably one of the biggest uh, spanish-speaking mm -hmm. sports media you know um, publishers and broadcasters um they they run fairly regular press conferences with with big players that okay so we're talking like 25 minutes we're not talking half an hour to an hour no. that, that ebay's getting so it's it's a it's a different uh, a whole again, different kettle of fish <laughs> probably with the with the pandemic as well these these chats they are they, they are virtual as well so again that breaks down another barrier of needing needing to call the club press officer to get time and on the training ground if you can just call them up whenever essentially to, to get the to, to get the get the content and get get the information so the, these the streamed live on twitch as well as being available on demand these interviews absolutely absolutely so we've mentioned several times jared pk it's pk one time the, arguably one of the biggest football players in the world let's let's be honest um he's been in the news a lot lately for various things with with fc barcelona and of course with the the messy departure uh but outside of his footballing career he has got various other things going on yeah, he's uh, the founder of no the founder is the now the owner of the tennis's davis cup which is um a pretty yeah we guess it's a, a good business deal but it's, it's not what you expect a current footballer to do to invest in other sports he owns a club in andorra who i think compete in the, in the spanish league system but they're based in andorra married yeah. to shakira and um, the, the specific reason for what we're talking about here is what his company have been doing on on Twitch. So, what was the first broadcast or partnership on Twitch they had earlier this summer? Then, Jamie. Yeah. So his company, uh, Cosmos, who are uh, they're essentially a holdings company, a sports media investment company, um, and he he launched it with uh, the founder and chairman of Rakuten TV, who are best uh, known as Barcelona's. Yeah. They're best known as Barcelona's uh, title sponsors and they're, they're okay. right on the ship. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, earlier on this year, they bought the Spanish broadcasting rights for the Copa America. Um, so you would have thought that that would be because of the amount of Spanish speaking and La Liga players playing in Copa America, you'd have exactly. thought that would be the target for a, a bigger channel than one of the more traditional broadcasters. Yeah, well, obviously, with those rights, he, he is able to sell them to broadcasters in Spain. Okay. Um, but what he did is he partnered up with our friend, Twitch streamer, Ibai yeah. Llanos, and, and they broadcast the entirety of the competition free in Spain um, to to Twitch viewers of Ibai's channel. And so this was... Uh, Ibai was commentating in his style, so he... I mean, the, the one of the big stories at Copa America was Ben Brereton Diaz, the former Nottingham Forest player playing for Chile. So maybe a traditional commentator would be talking about, yeah, Brereton Diaz. This is his goal record. This is his tactical abilities. But was Ebay? Was it more the traditional, wow, goal, like super enthusiastic esports style reactions, or was he a serious football reporter on these on these games? It wasn't not a serious football reporter on these games, mm -hmm. um, but I, I'd say it probably did lend itself better to that kind of esports commentary style. Mm -hmm. 
at the end of the day we we do what we know you know especially when you're you're live on air and you're you're used to yeah. that um it is worth noting that pk did join him for the final of the Copa America. Ah, okay, okay. And of course, that was one of the big sporting events of the year, arguably, you know, regardless of the Euros, which mm-hmm. was massive. Um, but certainly here in Spain, you know, Messi's first big shot at that fight, you know, finally getting that international title and facing none other than Neymar and, Neymar and Brazil. Brazil. And so, you know, it was a big deal. Um, so PK joined Ibai and they were actually at a theme park here in Barcelona. Um, um, sorry, um, a theme park like they were so physically where there's there's a studio <laughs> at this at this theme park or so, yeah, so in, they in, use, in, they in use the kind of the, an event space if you like at the theme park, and 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 yeah, they they did the stream from there. So uh, was this in front of a, a live audience? Were there people watching them talk or? Uh, what I mean, no, it, not particularly. It, okay. it was a but they they got kind of like this makeshift set if you like so yeah okay you know, they've got the studio kind of set up and they've got the the match you know broadcast yeah. okay um, just not not like they were doing it a live, live reporting from behind the roller coaster and you can hear the screams in the background it was just the studio you, was at the theme imagine? park yeah 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 and no doubt there was some kind of agreement with the the theme park who yeah, after yeah. being closed for 18 months due to the pandemic kind of would be looking for a way of boosting their their uh the number of people coming through their gates so mm. um so then, obviously, that, that was a big deal over the summer. And then uh, the other arguably, or maybe not arguably, biggest sporting news of the summer was the departure of Leo Messi from FC Barcelona, which, I don't know about you, everyone thought was going to be a partnership forever. Yeah, I mean, it's especially um, after last year when there was the, the disagreement with Bob Bartomeu, the, the president at the time. So it looked like... Um, yeah, it, there's no no way he could have left now. And there was, there was talk of that um, investment from CBC Capital, which was, I think, the day before Messi's departure. So my assumption, and perhaps the assumption of many others as well, was that influx of cash would allow a, a rural bend j- just for Messi. So it, it's... Absolutely. And I think that was kind of the intention. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, a year ago, Messi wanted to leave. Uh, and he said himself this year he didn't want to leave. Um, but obviously... Uh, Joan Laporta, the current Barca president, and the, and the the board at Barca, as along with uh, Real Madrid and Athletic Club, if I'm not mistaken, decided that they didn't want that CVC investment mm-hmm. because of the the media rights that they would have to hand over to to La Liga uh, for 50 years, which they they deemed excessive. I, I'm not uh, one. Yeah, to, I, I don't want to necessarily give my my thoughts on on <laughs> on that, but. Um, yeah that was you know and that's why they they rejected that money and that's why they couldn't afford to keep Messi in the club sorry just um I guess this is side topic so the CVC deal went through just without Barca Real Madrid and Bilbao so exactly the, the rest exactly. of the clubs did get the money or will get the money and as far as I understand yeah that that money is available to through the rest of the clubs under okay. whatever the terms are I know that the Spanish Football Federation were involved um in in sorting out the kind of the terms and the conditions Okay. Um, uh, if I'm honest, that's kind of b- between the messy news and everything else, yeah. and, and the start of the season, uh, I've, I've kind of lost yeah. a little bit of track of that, and it's it's not been anywhere near as visible in the news since either here. So, um, 
maybe that's a, a one for another episode maybe yeah think. it could be could be yeah, so we've, we've got 21 of these to fill so <laughs> absolutely um so yeah so messi left for for psg uh, he let what it was announced on the Thursday that he was leaving. Mm-hmm. On the Sunday, he had his press conference. I think by the Tuesday, he was already in Paris, right? Was that the, if I remember correctly, the timeline? Yes. Yeah, I think it was, it was the yeah, it was the there was the Wednesday when Laporta gave his conference, and or was it that was that the Thursday? Either yeah. or, yes, it was it was the yeah. Wednesday. It, was, it could have been the Thursday, and then by Tuesday, he was he was in Paris. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it all happened very quickly, understandably. Mm-hmm. You know, he had to Messi had to sort out his future and, and yeah. his family and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's a lot, lot in the air, uh, and obviously PSG was that club that he was always kind of connected with, even since last year when when he wanted yeah. to leave. And and financially speaking, I think there were only a few logical choices of of clubs that he could end up at, and, and yeah, PSG I mean, seemed like the obvious one. I mean, I've seen in uh, another podcast, um, set piece menu. Um, so they did an episode about the the state of football that because the salaries and the caps are, are so high. So Messi, he wanted to stay at Barcelona, but then the only club he could have then joined were, were PSG. So again, that's certainly worth a w- w- worth a listen as well. To not that we're promoting rival <laughs> podcast already, we we can we can recommend recommended listening Absolutely. to a really a really interesting discussion about how it's a shame that Messi didn't go to Villarreal, for example. Maybe he would have liked the challenge of staying in Spain with a club just outside the elites. It was always the way the way football is, the way sports is, that he needed to stay at the top. Um, Understandably. Because, yeah. mm-hmm. Understandably. When you're the best in the world. Yeah, you, you want to be, be anyway, treated maybe, that way. Yeah. Maybe that debate's best left to, uh, to, to the guys on that podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the, the, the connection here then with, with Cosmos and eBay and Twitch is that after Messi signed the contract in Paris, Saint-Germain, the first person to interview him was none other than Ibai Llanos. And he did it live on his Twitch stream. Yeah, wow. So this is, as I said before, the biggest biggest transfer in the world. It's not, um, it's not, it's not MediaPro. It's not, you think it would be a, a French channel or be in sports. I think you're owned by yeah. um, PSG's owners as well. It went straight to Twitch, almost it seems straight. unofficial. Yeah, absolutely. That, and that's that, that vibe, isn't it? You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, I don't want to be, you know, disrespectful in any way, but it's, it's this guy on Twitch, yeah. <laughs> this guy who, who not 10 years ago was, you know, a League of Legends player. And now he's interviewing the biggest football player in the world after the biggest footballing deal in recent history and the biggest, yeah, the biggest transfer news possibly ever, you know, um, and there he is streaming it on his, his Twitch channel to his, his seven and a half million followers. And of course, that launched him from being big to being the transfer. I mean, as in yeah. in Spain, anyone with a, a passing interest in in football would will want to hear Messi's thoughts on this sudden transfer and how, how it came about so so quickly. And the fact Spain, that it, you know, Argentina, South American countries, there's a, there's a big be, audience for that. There's a huge audience for that. Um, and then beyond the La Liga audience that Ibai already had. So, so yeah, and that caused quite an upset in, in terms of within the Spanish media, within the Spanish press. You know, there's a lot of, of big-name Spanish journalists that perhaps thought that should have been their interview, understandably. And I remember, like, the week following on Twitter, on LinkedIn, there was a lot of people 
opening debates as to what is journalism in 2021 because yeah these guys were all very i mean we're talking about people that have been in the industry for 20 30 years you know real mm-hmm. hardcore journalists if you like yeah. um and and they were saying you know we were never shown how to use a camera we don't know how to set up a twitch yeah. channel you know we've gone and and done all this hard work we've got the degree we've got we've lived it for all this time and and here's this guy that 25 zooming in years old and and he's a you know he's famous for playing video games almost you know um and so it really opened up this kind of debate as to to what is journalism and where is journalism and the media going yeah no that is certainly an interesting thing because you're right i mean it's we we these experienced journalists, the guys who've been in, in, in the press boxes of the Camp Nou and Bernabeu for 20, 30 years, as you say, for, for them to be usurped. This, they were usurped yeah, by yeah, a, I mean, a Twitch yeah, stream. It's, it's interesting because for them to, if these older journalists had suddenly created their own Twitch account, that, that wouldn't work because that would feel in, or, inauthentic. So it certainly is Absolutely. really interesting in terms of, yeah, you're right, what, what do... I guess it's, it's market forces. If people are watching Twitch rather than reading Marker, then it's the Twitch streamers who are going to get the exclusive. They're going to get the, 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 the those player. Yeah. The big, the big news. So that was then compounded by PK's company Cosmos and PK their again. move, their move to buy the rights for French Football League One, League One, and League Two, French Football League, Premier League, if you like, for French football and the second division of of uh, French football and and much like he did with the Copa America he bought the rights to that and he's uh, sold some of the rights to Telecinco which is a terrestrial Spanish TV okay, channel okay. so again he's he's bringing it away from these kind of premium channels like Movistar and Vodafone I think are the kind of two big ones here in Spain maybe Orange as well they've got a big those are the subscription satellite channels are yeah the equivalent of of in england what's bt sport or sky or Mm. um and and they've got movie star i've got i think exclusive like rights to la liga for the past three years or something and so unless you sign up for them it's impossible to watch them but what bk is doing is bringing top flight french football and putting it on terrestrial tv and on twitch and so messi's debut uh against Ren was it? It was Reims. So Reims. Okay. Yeah, I mean, my my French is so good. So it's not Ren, but Rem. <laughs> okay. Uh, we are talking about different teams, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, which was the Sunday before the international break. So we're talking just over a week ago. Yes. Well, the Sunday before that. Yeah. Um, and they broadcast that live on Twitch with Ebay and Jared PK. PK uh, was involved in well uh, as well. PK was involved as well, of course. Well, I, I, he was. He, they had a match that day. Barca played that day as well. But mm-hmm. but PK was involved. Um, yeah, it's it's you know his best friend's first debut with his new club. You know, it's a it's a big yeah. deal. Yeah. So normally or traditionally, if your your friend was playing for a new club, you might text him saying, "Good luck with the game, mate." This time, I'm going to buy buy the rights just to <laughs> just to watch watch you playing in it. But but this is it. This is you know, and it's again, it's a big deal because it's bringing football to new audiences almost or the same audiences but elsewhere and in a different way of watching and i'm sure the interest in psg will diminish as the season goes on and and there's more drama in la liga i mean you know the minute la liga is looking pretty competitive um 
we're what three match days in so yep. we'll see how we'll see how that goes um but obviously the big excitement in spanish for a spanish audience was that messi and sergio ramos were making their their debuts uh with psg yeah so the direction to that to that game to, to on your your twitter feed or the accounts you're following in from spain do you think people were we watching on Telecinco or were they watching on, on Twitch or is it almost a complete generational divide as to who who was watching on, on which on which channel? It looked like a, a pretty solid generational divide. I know that the Twitch streams uh, peaked at around 600,000 mm-hmm. uh, viewers, which is, is nothing to be sniffed at as a, Not at all, no. uh, a streamer. Um, and it wasn't massively publicized. You know, they didn't, Okay, they they previewed it and hyped it up, and that PK and and Ebay have got big respective audiences, of course. Mm. Um, but kind of outside of that, they didn't necessarily publicise it. Yeah, so there was no, no no billboards. There was no tune into Twitch. Exactly. Ebay's channel it was just a. Uh, I think it was it must have been quite quite short notice and as well. It was, quite, it was very short notice as well. It was yeah. kind of like the Monday they got the rights, and they they, they you know had agreed to broadcast it on Twitch by the Sunday. So. Yeah. Yeah. So it it, it wasn't as if they. They hadn't previously bought the rights to the French league for this season. It was a immediately post Messi. Let, let's capitalize on this type. Of exactly, thing. exactly. So I don't know. That's kind of the 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 big story of of the month, really, or the last couple of months here in Spain in in terms of of sports media. I think um, to add on to kind of pin on to the end of that, uh, they announced this week, uh, PK and, and Ibai, that they've bought a place in the League of Legends Super Cup. Uh, I'm not a big esports follower, um, but I understand uh, a place costs 300,000 euros. Um, it could even a small amount of cash. PK's yeah. just had a 50% pay cut. Um, He's got to make his money elsewhere then. So, yeah, but, but, you know, that's an investment, isn't it? By, Definitely. By them. And they're putting together a professional esports team to compete in League of Legends in the in the Super oh. Cup. And, and basically, they're saying this season, they're rookies, they're going to give it their best shot. Uh, but they're talking about down the road that they want to be the the League of Legends champions. Um, yeah, I mean, with with the ambition PK shown so far in its other ventures, and with uh, some of the eBay already being being partnered with, it certainly seems like if, if you're gonna launch a League of Legends team, those are the two guys you want you want backing it. So exactly. Sure so it's almost like they've come full circle, you know? Like eBay started with this League of Legends, and and he was a, a gamer and, mm-hmm. and streamer. And then he's diversified and, and he's, you know, he's clearly had a good, been very clever with his networking and um, he's been in contact with all these, these, you know, big names in the footballing world and, and outside the footballing world. Um, and now they've come full circle and, and he's brought PK into the fold of, of esports and, and League of Legends. Um, and yeah. I guess it is, it's blurring, blurring the two. I mean, if... A simple way, live football and esports are both content. And I know the um, there are different. You can follow football in different ways. You can follow League of Legends in different ways. But ultimately, if it's something that can be watched on a screen, then it's classed as, as content these days. So Absolutely. Almost, why why would they they not invest in in both, as it were? Absolutely, and I think I think it's going to be good for both sports. I mean, what? seem to become clear about the Super League 
is that mm-hmm. football in terms of audience is in trouble although i think maybe that's that's arguably been proven wrong um but certainly they're saying they need to reach new audiences with football bring football in new ways and that's exactly what pk and ebay are doing and then on the flip side they're perhaps bringing new audiences as well to esports uh which is obviously a, a growing industry and a growing um growing event and and they're bringing la liga pk barca fans to to league of legends and 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 the super cup so i think i hope mm-hmm. this is the start of perhaps a, a revolution as it were um for sports and for esports in general um and, and perhaps we'll see different people collaborating on different mediums mm-hmm. uh to to make that happen yeah so we've the i think messi when it was it's the biggest story because of how surprising it was but the uh, cristiano ronaldo going back to man united was less less of a splash because it, it was known he was unhappy at juventus and they had had salary issues but back to what we've said that i haven't seen any interviews with him yet so do we in the uk i mean i i my guess is that his first interview will, will be with gary neville's youtube channel that's my prediction um so again it's as we've been i would imagine so yeah, yeah. Uh, i mean they've already got the the relationship from the manchester yep. united connection mm-hmm. you know um it would be a logical place but yep. but who knows yeah uh, maybe maybe there is a there is a, a similar twitch streamer waiting to make 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 that leap in in the uk yeah yeah i think Huzzy games is one of the the biggest streamers in the uk right mm-hmm. i think so um but again it's kind of league of legends and and that that route, you know, yeah. looking forward to seeing some streamers diversifying perhaps a little bit yep. um, there too. I think that maybe brings us more or less to a close yeah, on no. this story for today. We do need so. to, what's the lesson we, we've learned, do you think, Stuart? Well, the, the, the lesson we, we've learned is that, to sum it up, there is, <laughs> we can... If you're wanting to get ahead in the in the industry, you can't really specialize now. You need to diversify. So whether that's through um, esports topics or traditional sports topics or a bit of the two, it's certainly worth. Don't don't dismiss things like Twitch as a fad. You can push forward, and there's a lot, a lot to learn. There's, there's about, about about these new media because it's still new media is still. Still a good way of calling it. It's, I, yeah, I think so. I think this is yeah, this is the, probably the newest of of new media almost. Um, and I think you're right. Yeah, it would have been very easy to have dismissed Twitch as a fad. Okay, they you know they had the Amazon investment and stuff, but still, it's kind of out there on the fringes almost. You know, it's like a subculture almost. Um, but now there are people bringing it to the mainstream, and yeah, we've seen eBay and PK have caused some some rifts here in Spain and and upset some very traditional uh highly respected journalists that have spent decades building a uh, you know their solidifying their place mm-hmm. in this world so uh so yeah i think that's absolutely the the lesson is is yeah yep. keep keep an eye on new technology and and uh yeah figure out how to make it work for you certainly if you're a, a new journalist now or a studying journalist i think um you need to be aware of that and and um diversifying your skills in that way 
Yeah, certainly, certainly. Cool. Well, thanks for listening. Um, if you like, if you've enjoyed the podcast, get in touch with us. Yep. Um, I'm on. I'm on Twitter. I'm Jamie the Coles on Twitter. I, I don't know if you're on Twitter. Uh, am I Stuart dot Levy or Stuart underscore Levy? I will need to check. So, <laughs> r- 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 right, Jamie, I- I'll follow follow Jamie right now. We don't even follow each other yet, and we can. Um... It's still early days of the podcast, uh, yeah. but yeah, if you have enjoyed it. Do let us know and uh, subscribe, share it to your friends, and uh, we'll be back for lesson two of twenty one um, next week, I guess. <laughs> Hopefully next week. Yeah, thanks a lot for listening, guys. All the best. Thank you. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.